Yes. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. I felt like you might be a person who wouldn't say that to people. Yeah, you know, normally, but I gave it a thought over the last like, 20 seconds or so, and I just thought, why not try it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, do, how do you feel about it? It feels insincere. Yeah. Um. I mean, it. I felt that it was sincere. I received it as sincere. So okay. you're a good liar? Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, there I learned go. it from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we all? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I guess this is the second episode. Yes, welcome. Welcome to Rudderless, uh, the show without a rudder. Mm-hmm. Um, Where we give rudderless and completely, um, un, what was the word I was using? Unqualified. Unqualified, yes. Unqualified advice. And yeah, I, I really cannot stress enough how unqualified I am for any of this. I just like talking to you and um yeah it's something fun that we can do and so we're doing it and you don't have to listen so don't get mad if you send your questions and we make fun of you right yeah and i think we're we're just gonna leave out all names unless there's someone who really wants their name said we're just gonna leave them out and that lets us make fun of you right that's right and your question actually is valid period Mm-hmm. But um, it's also, it's something we think it's a good question because we're talking about it. So please take our assholery with a grain of salt. Um, we wouldn't have chosen your question or questions if we thought they were dumb or not worth answering. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's, I don't know. Um, I mean, listening back, or remembering back to yesterday's episode, our first episode. So long ago. So long ago, hard to remember, but um, I made so many mistakes and there were so many things that I could have said more on or added more facets to or whatever. But, um, But thankfully with the whole theme of this podcast, I don't even feel the need to correct it because hey, Mm-mm. Who am I? You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I'm unqualified and I'm just proving it. So there you go. That's right. Um, and the only thing, and I did listen back to the first one. I'm not going to make a habit of it because, well, you know, um, it's it awful. Was, it was painful. Yes. And there were actually edits to do. And even though I'm a musician, I am not a computer musician. And (laughs) I am not good at editing things on the computer. It takes me an hour and a half to do something that any 15-year-old could do in 20 seconds. Yeah, we should um, should hire one of those. 15-year-old 
producers get at us yeah um, we will we'll make it worth your while somehow just uh yeah by um, calling you and not not paying you in money paying yeah. You in yeah i mean i get i get a I get dark chocolate from time to time. Um, <laughs> but come to think of it, I am not willing to share. So yeah, nothing in it for you. Um, it's a line on your resume. I don't know. That, yeah. No impressed by that, maybe. Totally. Uh, oh, what I was going to say is in listening to the last episode, towards the end, um, our audio got kind of screwed up where mine was faster than yours where I was answering questions before you'd even ask them. Just <laughs> like the ultimate mansplaining. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I almost want you to say that again so I can just talk right over it. <laughs> oh God. Um, but anyway, the, the main reason that aside from me sounding like an asshole, which is normal is, um, the book that we were talking about is called The Drama of the Gifted Child. And uh, I tried to figure out how to maybe put up a link for that. And then it's like, do you put up an Amazon link or do you try to find like an indie bookseller seller link? And where do people live? Maybe they don't, they can't get it from the indie bookseller link that you post or so whatever. You know how to search for things. It's called The Drama of the Gifted Child. That's the book that we were talking about. Um, and that's all I've got. I'm really relieved to just dive in. Okay. Well, so uh, we have a question on how to buy a car. Mm. And we have a bunch of questions on love. Okay. So well, let's get the sexy one out of the way first. If yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the car. For yeah, sure. Definitely. Okay. Require. So let me go back to the actual. Um, can you still hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, I guess the ways that you can send in questions while you're looking for that is you can. Um, we're going to mainly run this off Instagram. So. Instagram is where you're going to be able to find the links to where you can listen to it. Um, so far, it's only on Spotify and Anchor. We're trying to get it on Apple and Google and the things that people use to listen to things. Um, but yeah, on the Instagram, there are buttons to DM us questions or email us questions. Or you can just, I mean, that email is, what is it, rudderlesspodcast? At gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. That's how we'll take questions. And um, we uh, don't know anything and uh, bear no responsibility whatsoever for uh, the ramifications of our advice. Yes, but we, uh, we do appreciate the trust or whatever, the, um, the good sportedness. With you know what it's like? Have. It's like... I used to do a zine, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, and you used to have a post office box because you didn't want people to actually know where you lived. But you would go to your post office box and there would be like all this cool shit that people would send you, like CDs from cool labels or 
vinyl seven inches and letters and um, other people's zines or comics and stuff. It's like that. It's like, I'm just excited to hear from people about what they're into. Yeah. So our first question, this person is into buying a car. Okay. The question is purchasing a new used vehicle from a reputable source. So not talking Craigslist. Um, I've Craigslist only bought cars. Reputable, because that's where I buy all my clothes. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll be. I'll answer. Let's. Don't worry about. Okay. It. Thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. So I've only bought cars outright under three thousand dollars, and have ended up putting a lot of money into them. I'm mm-hmm. due for a new vehicle and have decided I'd rather put my money toward a reliable vehicle than repairs. Smart choice. I'm just interjecting. Mm. Um, I'm interested in something around the size of a Subaru Forester, but likely not a Subaru. What advice can you give me regarding a RAV4 or similar vehicles? And would you you recommend going with larger auto outlets or smaller local ones? Okay, so first of all, go with larger ones. Go with like the. So I know this question asker, one mm. of my best friends, okay. and he's an artist, and therefore he needs to like hold on to more money than less money. Sure. Uh, Everyone so, does lately. Yeah, I feel like, but well, yeah, especially yeah, us artist types. So if if our podcast is reaching the top 1%, like just go to the local place. It's anyone else. Actually, if this podcast is reaching the top 1%, um, DM us. <laughs> I do have my PayPal and Venmo info at the ready. And uh, we would love your support. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Yeah. And we'll even, if you want, we can send you a voicemail and read ads into that voicemail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you go for a larger, like a a bigger chain, um, they get more money from just the volume of cars that they sell rather than the individual markup that they're going to charge you. So that's why I would go for a larger dealer. Wow. If you can find the one that says like, you know, top, volume dealer whatever is bragging about how many cars they sell then go for that one really yeah wow okay that's true i have bought three cars now and two got taken away before their time from me so luckily i'm on my third and it's um it's very reliable that just i i mean it just sounds like the the Grim Reaper, like, sliding in from stage left and taking your car. Like, what happened? How did they get taken kind away? Of, uh, well, the first one was this really cute Honda Fit, and it was purple. Mm-hmm. And I think something about the purple angered the gods because I um, <laughs> You offended them. It's too flappy. Like, purple's a royal color. Mm. In ancient Greece, they used urchins to dye like 
fancy people's robes purple or maybe it was ancient Rome but anyway um, it was just too much for the world Mm -hmm. the world couldn't handle it and so they were like who does she think she is yeah purple fit yeah (laughs) so I got totaled on the highway Mm. by a truck rear-ending me in um uh what's that called where all the traffic is stopped because there's a traffic jam oh like a pileup uh well it wasn't a pileup until they ran into me but um but yeah it was basically just like a traffic jam this is like normal in silicon valley and was on my way to work and some person was not paying attention to traffic patterns apparently and just like plowed into me and it crushed my little car like mm. a van. but I was safe um so that was the first one taken too soon mm-hmm. and then RIP purple fit yeah so after the purple fit I got a Volkswagen but I got the diesel kind that um, there was a huge recall because Volkswagen uh, was lying about their diesel technology and they were saying that that it was they had some way of like cleaning the diesel so it was actually better for the environment than a normal like unleaded gasoline car. Okay. And they just lied. Right. So yeah. So the, then they they took all the cars back. So that's what happened to that car we don't keep in touch it was a little traumatic Mm -hmm. so Um, the germans lied about some like big idea they had yeah way to pin it on their entire like culture just putting germany on blast there for a minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and then i got my current car so that's what happened to all those other cars. Mm. Um, okay, so we covered going to the bigger dealers. I would say, listener, how comfortable are you with spreadsheets? Because this is an area where spreadsheets can help. I hear an echo of myself. Oh, yeah, that was me just falling asleep as soon as you said the word spreadsheets. Oh, okay. So the words just like bounce off your skull. Yeah, your it's like... hollow. So when yeah. you, when the word hits, it's like, yeah. you know, like when you yell into a canyon. So it's like <laughs> spreadsheet, spreadsheet, spreadsheet. That's what happens. I just, my eyes roll back and I just kind of keel over. <laughs> like, have you seen those fainting goats? It's like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but well, yes. Um, I'm I'm here. Okay, great. Um, I'll try not to say that word again. But basically, I would figure out what's important to you in a car. What, um, like, go to some big. Car- Do this on a uh, like an incognito browser window because I'm sure you do not want your interest in cars to follow you all around the internet. So do it in incognito, go to some like fucking car review websites, see what they review cars based on, and then figure out which of those is most important to you. Mm-hmm. And then pick a car based on that. 
I like to put all the values into a little grid pattern so I can see them all, but that's just me. That's super organized. It is. Um, anyway, uh, okay, as far as a RAV4 goes, do they still use that font on the back of the Oh, the jaunty little, like, it, italic, like, it's, like, leaning yeah. over, like, it's had a little bit too much sherry or something, like. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like it, it has kind of, like, terror marks, as if, like, a <laughs> from Jurassic Park, like, ripped out oh, before no. with Yeah, no. Um, so that's my reaction to those. So it's an aesthetic reaction. It's you're offended by, by that aesthetic choice. Yeah, yeah, but I guess you could get a different car tire cover thing. I'll say this, and again, mm -hmm. I, especially unqualified here, I don't know anything at all about cars. Um, I can replace like a headlight or a battery if there's not a giant computer on top of it. <laughs> which there are now um i think i don't know who knows who the fuck knows what goes on with cars now um no. anyway very similar um to a rav4 is a honda crv and i yes. know from experience from knowing people who have them and have had them that those little fuckers run for decades like if you can okay. find a CRV in good condition for a couple grand, I have no idea what years you're looking for, but I'm going to say, well, I'm going to throw out 80s to 90s, somewhere in there, late 80s. I, don't, I, I have literally no idea, but find an older CRV <laughs> that still runs and it's probably still going to run for a really long time as long as it's been taken care of. Um, they sip gas. They barely drink gas. They're small. They're easy to park. Also, there are websites where you can check the reliability of ver of like specific years of cars. So mm -hmm. def definitely don't don't ever buy a car or anything that's in its first year of issuance ever because they haven't worked out the kinks. And that advice is from someone else. So shout out to uh, Will Schmenner. His father gave him that advice. Okay. And I still remember it, so. Nice. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's, I think that wraps up our advice on cars. Okay, cool, cool. All right. What else we got? So. Okay, on to love questions. We have a question that says, oh, 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 oh. let's see here. Is it weird to keep sentimental shit from exes? <clears throat> For instance, goofy portraits from trip to San Fran. Okay, so we're talking goofy portraits, not like hot pics yeah or love not letters like, or... well i don't know i would put love letters in this category as long as it's not actual literal shit like goofy stuff from exes so i would say what's your why are you asking this 
Like, is it, um, <laughs> is it about you? Do, like, do you feel like you're weird or wrong for having them? Or is it that you're afraid that someone else is going to find them and it's going to be a problem? Right. Because it's for you. Who gives a shit? Keep it. Um, yeah. If you feel like it's going to hurt or upset somebody else, then that's a decision you have to make. Um, I know. I know I had stuff for years and years from. Um, from you, actually, that mm -hmm. I eventually got rid of because I thought if my current girlfriend, whoever that was at the time or times were to find these, they would be like, why do you still have these pictures or letters or whatever um, mm -hmm. from your ex-girlfriend? Or I don't, you, you know, like you have to make a decision at some point. Like if it's just for me, who cares? If it's going to hurt somebody else, and, and you feel like it's going to be a problem, you just have to make that decision. Having said that, yeah. I could have completely misread, misheard that question. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I see it in both ways. Like, I agree we need to answer the question in both ways. Is this, is this uh, writer worried about themselves keeping too much, you know, and the ramifications personally, or are they worried about someone else um, judging them or finding the material, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'll answer both of them. Uh, for me is how do you feel when you look at those things again? Mm. You know, and do you need the volume that you're keeping? And I think over time, you can like winnow those down to a few that are like representative of your time together. You can appreciate that person and the memories, but it's um, if you're looking at these things and you're feeling like shit for any reason, then just get rid of them. Hmm. That's my take. And I still have, I have like this little, um, vintage like train case uh -huh. for uh that i have a few representative letters from all these important people in my life and you know important times so going back to zines i got a lot of zine related uh -huh. correspondences going on and exchanged a shit ton of letters with people and um you know, it, it got to the point where I was like, am I going to read these again? No, right. but do I want to open it up and see like, oh, right. Like that's how important that friendship was to me or that's how important that relationship was to me. And this is like a sweet note from that person that's, that's just a commemorative of the time, I guess. So I still have that. Um, as far as how others feel about it, I would also ask what, where you put these items in your life. Like physically, you where have, you put them? or Yeah, physically. Like, um, you know, or do you have that photo of you and the ex in San Fran 
framed oh. and up and about because that that would be problematic probably but, but you have it in a drawer also mm-hmm. devil's advocate isn't it worse <laughs> well not worse but I mean that's like okay your 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 person that you're concerned about or you seeing that every is it is it worse to have it like hidden you know like in a suitcase somewhere or something like oh well why are why are you hiding this you know what i mean no it's not worse to have it hit. it's not hidden it's just put away it's not for everyday viewing okay so there, I devil advocated you. Right, right. back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did, I did date a guy for a while who his ex-girlfriend had died. Mm-hmm. And he still had photos of them together all over his apartment. That's too much. Like up, out and about. Yeah. And I was, I was too understanding at the time you know I was just like oh whatever like he'll move on eventually when he feels right to him whatever like if I could talk to my past self it'd be like do not date this guy Mm -hmm. yeah eventually he'll move on but you don't need to be waiting for him Mm -hmm. to do that yeah I think that's one of those things they always say is like if your new boyfriend has photos of his dead girlfriend all over the house that's probably that a red flag that's, yeah that's a that's that definitely acts. a red flag no dead girlfriend photos um okay i just have to emphasize it was his ex-girlfriend and then she died okay so that's a whole other level i didn't get that at all that's even, so they had yeah, broken up or whatever and he had yeah. pictures of her yes and it had been like two years Okay, so he's like a, he's a crazy stalker. He's stuck. Yeah, yeah of his ex-girlfriend, yeah. who is dead. Yeah. <sighs> well, that felt good. That, did, that felt um, so bad. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that realization just felt so bad for, for yeah. everyone, for you and for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you can have compassion for someone without, um, I'm going to mix, uh, have a weird metaphor in here, without putting you, like your heart, in their line of fire. That's right. So I could have stayed friends with him. I could have given him fucking book grief or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but um, I didn't need to be like pitching my wagon to his at that time. Yeah, yeah, that's that yeah. seems fair. Yeah. What do you do? You think? What do you think? Can we um, move on? Did we solve it? Yeah, I think we could. We totally okay, solved, solved it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah solved. Um, solved. 